All right. Well, let's rock and roll again, boys. From the top. From the top. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. On my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. Hey. Hey. Today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have war. They've got a new album called Prisoners. In the middle of a pandemic, you just sneezed all over me. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Which is released on August 7th via Bungalow Records Universal. Right now, I'm being joined by Ben and Bobby to share some more information about what the boys have got going on. So, boys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely great to have you boys on. Truth be told, this is the second time we're doing it, so this will be the best. Stop sneezing all over me. This is the pandemic. Getting droplets all over me. I'm a prisoner over here, guys. This guy's trying to kill me, which is not one of the song titles, but it's working. <laughs> um, so this will be the best interview ever because this is the second time we're recording it because Skype didn't record the call. Uh, but yeah, boys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Absolutely great to have you on. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into this first track because there's a couple of tracks uh, that we were set to chat about for the album. They've got music videos, and I believe you mentioned that there is a third one that just got recently released. Uh, so we can chat about that as well. But we have Six Kings, and I checked the band photo to see if you guys were the Six Kings, but there's only five. So I'm guessing it's just a play on words because it also looks like Vikings. So is this Viking-related, or is this more of a story related to... Uh, a mythological six kings. Um, and, you know, the when I was writing the lyrics, it's about, you know, war and you know, sending your, your kids off to, like, war or to battle and uh, your sons, daughters, brothers, all that stuff. And, um, like, that's pretty much what I was writing uh, lyrically-wise while writing this. And um, uh, usually it's only, it's only five of us. And usually uh, when we ever play home shows, there's this kid that we invite up on stage with us called Edward Thompson. And while we initiate him to be, like, our sixth king... Um, when we have, whenever we're playing the show, uh, and sometimes like when we have other shows, we'll like you know get a random audience member to come out there and rock with us uh, to close out the show, and then we'll be like, "This is our sixth king." Okay, very cool. Why this gentleman in particular? Most of the time, um, so he's actually he's a kid that I I kind of got to know um, a while back, and he's a uh, he w- he was uh, I think he was ten years old when he was battling Hodgkin's lymphoma. And, uh, you know, he, he, uh, it was like a long battle and he lost all his hair and, you know, cancer, cancer will ruin people's lives. I I know, you know, everybody in this world has probably known someone or, you know, been around someone who's been affected by cancer in some way, shape or form. Um, you know, so this kid made a full recovery from Hodgkin's lymphoma and he was only 10 years old, uh, when he was diagnosed so, you know, just that courage and, you know, having to go through that at such a young age, you know, we, we we're definitely big fans of of his, you know, for just fighting through that and staying positive. And, uh, you know, he likes coming out to the shows and uh, we, we try to, you know, make make his night special and bring him up on stage. So that's kind of the story behind that. Um, but, yeah. Well, there's always a... a... I don't want to call it a special thing, but I mean, when when kids are suffering from that sort of thing, it sort of it certainly takes on a different tone, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's you it's know, a it's a horrible thing because you know at the age of ten you're not really supposed to you're not supposed to have any care in the world except for you know 
you know, who you're going to hang out with and what you're going to eat for dinner. You know, like that's, that's all you got to worry about, you know? So if you're dealing with something that tragic and horrible, you know, that's kind of like takes over your life, that's not fun for anybody. You know, it's a horrible thing to go through. Yeah, absolutely. Now, something you mentioned was, you know, sending uh, people off to war, sending kids off to war. So is this more of like a call to action against draft situations or what somebody might be thinking as a parent sending their child off to war? Um, pretty much like uh, like along those lines of like drafts and everything. But then sometimes, you know, people will go into like nobody really wants to like you no know, go off into war and everything like that. I mean, nobody's like really like that pumped up to like be. Well, I don't know. Maybe nobody I've never met, but you know, because of you know uh, debts or you know you don't know what you're gonna do with your future and stuff like that. So that's where like people will like end up going into there because there's no, you know, like, there's no safety like net or like no foundation for them to, you know, go off and to do anything else. So instead, they're going off to fighting these wars. They're like risking their lives like for a buck, um, you know, and. It's just something that like, I, I thought about because I got a lot of friends who are in the military and like, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, but not majority of them don't like being there. So um, that's why I, I thought about those lyrics and I just put that in there because I don't think that any parent really wants their kid to like, you know, go fight off into war and stuff like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, speaking of those shows and bringing people up on stage, it looks like the music video is showing a live performance. And uh, a lot of times bands will hire a crowd or bring friends in to do tight shots to make it look like they're actually playing a show. But something tells me this is actually a real show. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. That that definitely wasn't staged by any means. Uh, (laughs) You know, that was actually the last show we played. um, And that was on January 3rd and uh, we decided we were going to film the entire show just for our own purposes and maybe release it as a DVD later on at some point. Um, But then we kind of saw the footage and it was like, we were amazed by how awesome it came out. We're like, you know what? We could probably compile the the highlights of this set and turn it into a music video. And uh, the director, the guy who filmed, uh, the show was, was on board with that and he made a phenomenal video for Vikings and we're all super pumped with how it came out. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've watched a live video and I'm like, that's not the part of the song that you're playing. And it's like, it ruins it for me, but you know, it's highlights of obviously different songs being played, but I'm not once distracted at all by that. Yeah. I think he did a really good job of it because you know, it just, we're, if you ever get the chance to see us live, we're very like, high energy band live. And I think that's where we really excel, you know, as opposed to the studio. I, like we enjoy being in the studio, but live is like a whole nother beast, you know? And <laughs> we just kind of yeah, wanted to put that into a video because, you know, that's where, you know, that's where war makes our, their money, I guess is live. You know, we, it's, it's just, it's just a whole, it's a whole different story out there. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned potentially making a DVD. Has that been called off, or is that something that is still in the plan for this year, specifically because there's a lot of people who might be looking for that kind of home entertainment? I'd say that it's, uh, it's on hold right now. Um, now. We definitely do have all the footage and everything, so uh, we think that that music video was just a good staple for right now. But you know, uh, once we get back out there and start doing more shows and everything, I mean, we definitely may use some of the. Uh, the footage from this is like highlights throughout the tour that we may have and the uh, hopefully near future. 
Okay, very, very cool stuff. Now, when it comes to the other track that we wanted to chat about today, Predator, very different music video. This is the, I don't know if you would call it like a performance music video, the abandoned space metal band uh, music video, but very cool stuff. Uh, I think it fits the music very well. Maybe tell us a bit more about this. This It looks like an old factory or something. Like, Where did you guys find this old factory? Uh, well, uh, the uh, director of that music video, uh, his name is uh, Justin Beasley, he uh, he actually found that location. And while we were doing it, it's actually interesting because while we were doing the um, the video, there was like a, it was a, like an abandoned part of this uh, warehouse. But then if you go inside, there's like bathrooms and then there was like some people doing yoga and then you keep going. <laughs> and then it was like a wedding ceremony going on. And then it was a shopping uh, market, too. And we're like, okay, where are we? But and then next thing you know, we go back there. We're, like, blaring metal during, like, this yoga session in this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Namaste like, and kill people. <laughs> right. Yeah, those, uh, the people trying to meditate in the, <laughs> the room next door, I don't think they were too happy. But you know what? I think that meditation through metal is the best, you know, release that anybody can get. You know, like... Go go mosh, you know. Yeah, it'll that'll that'll <laughs> relax. Yeah, that'll get it out of your system. Or that pent up aggression. Exactly. Yep. You know, and it also produces a challenge to all the yogis out there who think that they are good at meditation. Will try meditating through yeah, blistering heavy metal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very very cool stuff. I think the is that sunglasses the drummer is wearing. That's cool. That's a nice touch. Yeah, I'm glad you like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Got some stunners going on there. Now, something else you guys had mentioned. Uh, looks like same gentleman made the, the music video. Uh, Caged uh, just, I believe, came out or came out more recently. So we can chat about Caged as well. Um, yeah. what's, it, actually, what's... it actually premiered that today through Metal Injection. Um, and we're super excited to get that out to everybody. And that's uh, a little bit more of a. There's more of a, a storyboard. It's kind of it's kind of a brutal video um, without actually showing too much, you know. But it, it's implied brutality, I guess. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. Uh, that was probably my favorite video to shoot. Um, we were in this warehouse, and I think we filmed it in November, and it was just freezing cold. And you know, we had this generator to power all the lights, and the lights were flashing, and it was just crazy, man, and and then the, you know the storyboard. It came out real nice. It looks. I'm I'm very happy with it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it opens up really creepy. Like I don't even know if I want to watch this or not. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's like a episode of Dexter initially, right? Like. Yeah, basically. Now, uh, we chatted about uh, Vikings, Six Kings. Uh, when it comes to predator and caged, are they related at all? Like the predator takes the person or whatever kind of predator it is in this case, and then then they're caged. Are they related at all? I think the only uh, relation that they have is that like you know the topics is pretty much the topic at hand. Like you know, predator is literally what it's about. It's about a sexual predator, um, and then encaged uh, uh, is pretty much being uh, when I initially wrote it. I wrote it like pretty much being stuck inside concentration camps. Like, you know, you like all your freedoms are uh, stripped from you. Uh, you know, you can't really do anything. Like, you're barely hanging on. You don't even know why 
uh, this is all happening to you and you <laughs> and you, pretty much you're just questioning why me, right? Uh, same uh, predicament when you're dealing with a sexual predator. Um, it's, these are issues, these are topics that like, I wanted to bring to the surface because it's like a lot of people like know about this but don't want to talk about it. So I want to make it a conversation starter, even though it's something that, um, you know, you want to kind of like try to sweep under the rug. This is something that we're going to put in your face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, something that I kind of wrote down there was, was that kind of an overarching theme that you wanted to write about? Kind of like, why me? Or what what swept under the rug? You know, I'm, my name's Bobby. Check this out. I'm going to lift up the rug. And hey, no. we're... You know, we're going uh, to talk about this. With, with, okay, well, everything that's going on right now with this whole, you know, Pizzagate, Epstein thing. Um, you know, this is, we wrote, I wrote these lyrics before, like, this was even, like, brought up to, you know, uh, you know, like, national news and stuff like that. Like, nobody was really talking about this. And I see the hashtag Save the Children and everything. And, um, you know, I wrote about these issues. And we're not trying to sugarcoat it. We're not trying to hide the fact that this is, this is a problem. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's your, your closest friend, sometimes it's a family member, sometimes it's, you know, just somebody who, you know, you're, you know, intimately involved with. And, you know, we just need to put a stop to this. We need to, like, uh, uh, just bring it to that, like, you know, talking point where everybody knows about it and you can't hide from it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, you, you mentioned especially online predators and children and whatnot. And uh, obviously, as a concerned parent, right. I've been been let known through through various news media outlets, uh, local police and whatnot, that uh, uh, taking advantage of children has been on the rise during this time because kids right. are at home, these predators are at home, and uh, it's it's a conversation I never wanted to have to have exactly. with my... Yeah. You know. Something that we do have to have, you know, it's like... Uh, you know, <laughs> Like right now, especially with all the internet access that these kids can get into now, I mean, there's nothing that we can talk about anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it sounds like a lot of this album was written before what we'll just call 2020 uh, right. happened. Has the has the music taken on a new meaning, especially with recent events? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just even more relevant now. You know, we I think we finished recording the album. I want to say in November of of 2019 and uh, you know, all this stuff happened and it's literally like everything we wrote about is like happening in real life. And, and that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess one of my questions was going to be, has it just always been happening? But like you said, we don't want to talk about it. And now all of a sudden, just starting to come to the surface now because you know um everybody doesn't have anything better to do you know i mean everybody every time you turn around you know with the, the like you know news or like social media all this information and all these things especially with you know agendas and propaganda being in the way it's like it's really hard to like really get to the source the real information because everybody's using it to like you know work for them instead of actually telling us what's really going on. But then in the midst of all that, some stuff gets leaked, just like uh, um, all this, um, you know, Epstein, Pizzagate stuff. And um, even, um, you know, with this president presidential um, election coming up, everything is just coming up right now. And uh, <laughs> it, we, we spoke about this before. You're right. It's always been going on. But now it's like just blam in your face and everybody's talking about it, which I enjoy and I love. But it's just it's sad that it had to come to this point. Yeah, well, I think 
in conjunction with that, you know, every what I'm noticing is you know, Pete mentioned trying to make things work for them. Everybody seems to have an agenda in it rather than trying to just bring a I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Instead of just trying to stop it, work towards stopping it so that we can become a more united humanity. Um, the agenda thing is getting stronger, I think. Right. Right. But hey, like, like I said, we like, we're, you know, obviously we know what's right and what's wrong. But, um, you know, what, what we, we do is we don't really pick a side. We just pick the topic and we'll write about it. And then, you know, we'll, we'll leave the people like to decide. I mean, but of course, we know what's right. We know what's wrong. Um, uh, with like our song Sirens and uh, everything like that, that song is about police brutality. And um, uh, I remember one time we played a show, we actually got booed for saying, hey, this song is about police brutality. It was like, okay, uh, <laughs> we thought that that would be, we thought nobody wanted that, but apparently some people out there don't mind it. <laughs> uh, there's some, some comedian had a bit once about uh, uh, police officers just get off on the movie Roadhouse. They just start, just whip it out and just start jerking off to the movie Roadhouse. It had this whole bit about it. And uh, it always kind of just stuck in the back of my mind. And speaking of tough conversations, I mean, what am I supposed to tell my son about whether to trust police or not? You know. Yeah, I, uh, exactly. Like, that's why these are and this is like, these, these are real life issues that everybody that, that um, that of, uh, of course, not everybody's going through it, but the world is seeing it. And, um, you know, even though it's from the comfort of your own home, it still makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. That's the worst thing I think somebody can say right now is, well, it's not happening to me. Well, it is. And if you don't feel that it's happening to you, then you're disconnected from humanity. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I think there's something that everybody can be doing, you know, to kind of... Uh, like a change going in, in the right direction, you know, in some way, shape or form. I think we, we all need to make some kind of effort. Mm -hmm. Now, with regard to the otherwise lockdown COVID situation, I, I see there's a lockdown series available on the YouTube channel. And um, I'm always curious about what a lot of bands are doing during this time. Um, online shows or acoustic sets or, or a mixture thereof or uh, even fan videos uh, where they put videos together from fans who are, who are in lockdown. Um, but this is unique. So go ahead and tell us about this uh, war lockdown uh, series that you guys did. Initially, um, they were at home, you know, we were, you know, respecting the, like, you know, the guidelines, the CDC guidelines to, you know, stay home, stay six feet apart, wear your mask. As whenever you go out and everything like that, I didn't really practice doing anything, um, you know, for the first like few months. Then we're like, okay, after the show, we felt like we were losing, we probably was losing a little bit of momentum. Um, but we were supposed to perform so many times, and uh, that just got canceled due to COVID. So what I did was, you know, um, I went to each uh, band members' homes and uh, interviewed them to pretty much give like our audience, give our uh, fan base a little insight on who we are individually, not just as the musician, but as the, at the, as the person as well. They also did like rig rundowns, like our styles of playing. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, pretty much what we have been doing during COVID. And when I did that, I haven't seen these guys in like months. So those questions, like there was nothing scripted or anything. Like, you know, we just sat down and had a genuine conversation. So everything was, um, Everything was, you know, uh, genuine. So it wasn't, you know, just like, oh, you know, scripted and everything. And then, um, 
Yeah. Um, it was just a good time. Like, we never go to their house. And um, this, uh, my, my uh, friend, Simi Cole, Simi Vision, he did the whole uh, documentary series for us. He did, like, a little four um, sort of thing where putting it all together eventually but right now you can just go on our youtube channel and see like each individual episode with uh, ben and david hunter and phil okay very cool stuff now i guess uh since you mentioned you know getting a little bit deeper uh rig rundowns and and the the, the person behind the guitar you know so on and so forth um did you find that that resonated with the fans a little bit deeper than just the music yeah i think um, people- I- yeah oh, go well. ahead you can go ahead <laughs> not really- uh, I was gonna say, I, I mean, I hope so. Um, no, uh, a lot of people. It was hearing people saying that they were waiting for the episodes was actually pretty, like, you know, exciting to me. And I was like, all right, cool. People actually really want to, like, you know, get to know us, get to see who we are, and um, you know, you can actually see that people really were interested in the person, not just us being a, a group together, but just who we are individually. Absolutely. Very, very, very cool stuff. Now, uh, with a lot of extra free time otherwise, uh, have you guys been working on anything else behind the scenes, like maybe doing some writing that you now have more time to do? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, we've been writing. We never really stop writing, you know, ever. It just kind of, for me, music is something that I feel, you know, you have to feel it. And sometimes um, you're super motivated and you, you have some great ideas that come out and then sometimes you're just kind of struggling with some writer's block and that's okay also. But, you know, uh, I was writing for the second album, you know, while we were still in the studio doing the first album, you know? Um, so I'm just always trying to write stuff and, and put things down, but yeah, I've, I've been teaming up with our other guitarist, David a lot and our bass player, Phil, um, they've been coming over every now and then and, you know, working on riff ideas. And even even Bobby came over one time and, and did some vocals for one of our newer songs. Um, so, we're, yeah, we're just using this time to write new stuff and, you know, work on the second album. OK, I guess without giving away too much, uh, what can we maybe expect from the second album so far? Just uh, an improvement on on what we, you know, it'll be a lot more polished. It'll be a lot more aggressive and brutal. um, And it'll it'll be a little bit more uh, focused than the first one. I think the first one was just, uh, you know, it was kind of, we didn't really know what we were doing. And and it was a lot of raw energy. And that's great. You'll still get that raw energy, but it'll just be a little bit more. You know, we've improved at our instruments. Bobby's improved as a lyricist. and we've just gotten better at songwriting in general. So I think it'll just be, it'll be a, a big step up from the first one, I, I think. Okay. Very, very cool stuff. Well, boys, I don't believe I have any more questions for you, but is there anything that I missed that you wanted to bring up? Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, we premiered a new, new music video today on metal injection. We talked about it earlier, but, uh, Go check that out and, uh, you know, comment on the video. Let us know what you guys think of it. And uh, and then also check out our album, Prisoners. It's uh, You can buy physical copies on our website, warband.com. And uh, we also have some really cool merch bundles available for purchase if you guys are into that. And that's about it. And hopefully okay. see, see everybody on the road in uh, 2021. Yeah. Beautiful. 
All right. Well, boys, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Thank you for having us. Uh, thank you for having us.